Hey everybody, it's your buddy's pal Anthony, and today I want to talk with you about a comic run called Batman Failsafe. This was published in issues 125 through 130 of the main Batman title. I had seen spoilers for it on Instagram, and it got me curious for that and the follow-up story, so I wanted to talk with you guys about it. Steve, hit it please. So the story starts and we see a wall beeping in the Batcave. Alfred approaches the wall and then we cut back to present day. In present day Gotham, there's a hostage situation that Batman intervenes on. He takes out the, the hostage taker with no problem, but he realizes that that hostage taker is a flunky. Finds out who the flunky is and we says it's the Penguin. Cut to the Penguin giving a TV address saying how he wants revenge on the wealthy of Gotham. They have to give up their money to the people of Gotham and if they... If they don't, he'll kill them, and if he kills them and their children inherit the money, well, he's just going to kill the children too. So, okay, interesting take on the Penguin. Now, Batman figures out that the next place he's going to strike is this uh, ball for the rich and powerful, so he goes there as Bruce Wayne. He has Tim Drake, Robin, and the wings handling the uh, the thugs and also the device that he figured the Penguin was going to use to gas the building. Then Penguin shows up right on cue, and Batman, you know, engages him, but we find out it's not really the Penguin, it's actually Clayface posing as the Penguin. So all this is going on, uh, Robin is trying to get people out of some sealed doors, he's setting some explosives while he's trying to do that. He gets clipped in the neck by a, uh, a henchman's bullet, so he goes down, the doors blow, uh, Batman has been able to take care of Clayface, partly I feel, feel with a bluff, but it's Batman, so maybe it wasn't a bluff. He says to Clayface, as he's holding a trigger, he goes, you know, I, last time we met, I injected your clay with something to make it a little bit more explosive. Protect the people, or, you know, I'm going to light you up. And Clayface doesn't try to call this bluff, <laughs> he helps protect the people. Batman gets Robin to the hospital in enough time, and we end the issue with Batman and the Penguin talking. It turns out that the Penguin was in the hospital dying this whole time. Uh, he has some sort of terminal illness. And, you know, he's going on about how he hates the rich. He even calls Batman a rich boy. Batman's like, I'm not a billionaire. He goes, oh, please, you're either that or you have a, uh, you know, a rich sugar daddy, something along those lines. And he says how he saved Batman for last. And before he realizes it, he pops a pill in his mouth. And he starts to code. Batman's trying to get the poison out, but he's he's interrupted by the hospital staff who shows up. So then he has to make a retreat. And now all the headlines are reading, you know, did Batman murder the Penguin? He's a little bit of a suspect of the GCPD, but he's, he's talking with Oracle. And he says to her that Penguin overestimated things because it's actually helped his, his you know, reputation. Crime's actually a little bit down. But really, this whole issue was just to set up this moment, which is we are back in the cave. And the beeping starts again, and then a chamber bursts through the floor of the cave, and a robot, who we will come to know as Failsafe, steps out. So, it turns out that Failsafe, get ready for some crazy next-level Batman shit, it turns out Failsafe is Batman's backup's plan's backup plan. So, if you remember, way back in Grant Morrison's run, we found out that Batman created a backup personality, which 
was dubbed the Batman of Zur and R. And that was basically the Batman who operates without Bruce Wayne's uh, feelings, not necessarily not without his consciousness, but just without his feelings and his restrictions, except for he won't kill. Now, it turns out that this backup said, well, maybe I'm going to need a backup in case the Batman ever crosses that line because the Zur and R protocol only activates if Batman was under psychological attack. So yeah, so naturally this protocol decided, well, you know what I really actually need in case Batman goes off the rails? I need a robot that's going to kill him. Okay, sure. So Batman's in his cave, which is not the main Batcave, by the way, because he's operating out of the brownstone in Gotham City proper now. There's a whole reason behind that, but I might actually go back and review those comics, so I'll talk about that then. We're at the cave. Failsafe manages to almost get the drop on Batman, and this just starts a all-out brawl. It takes every, it takes place in the brownstone, on the streets of Gotham City, eventually back to the manor. Batman is just getting his ass handed to him. He really is no match for this machine that he, well, part of him built. He has his allies come in to try to distract them, but they're no match for him either, the robot. Tim Drake eventually gets him loaded into a Batmobile, and they're speeding off to uh, get medical attention, but Bruce Wayne tells him somewhere along the line, he says, no, 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 don't, don't go there, don't go to, to, uh, don't go to the brownstone where Leslie Tompkins is waiting, take me back to the cave. He goes back to the cave, and in a scene kind of reminiscent of uh, Frank Miller's The Dark Knight, where after he gets his ass kicked by the mutant leader for the first time, he walks off into the shadows to kind of uh, find himself again, find the Batman again. He walks off into the shadows, he comes up to a locked trunk, and then when he reemerges, first we see his bubbles, his word and thought bubbles, which have changed color. And then when we finally emerges, he says to Robin, he says, it's me, boy. It's the Batman of Zur-N-R. So Bruce decided to activate the Zur-N-R protocol because he realizes that this is that Batman's fault and hopes that maybe that Batman or that version of Batman will be able to help him out of this jam. So now the Zur Batman reveals that he actually has his own hidden Batcave within the Batcave. Okay, sure. He takes Robin down there. They're starting to gear up to fight uh, Failsafe. Failsafe arrives in the manor, and they use what looks like lightsabers. It's probably supposed to be some sort of plasma sword. It's a fucking lightsaber. So they use lightsabers on Failsafe. Nothing's really working. Again, this Batman is just trying to go all at him. Because, you know, to him, he's a fresh Batman, this and that. But Robin's trying to remind him, hey, we have to be tactical. You might be this Batman of Zur and R, but you're also in Bruce Wayne's body. And Bruce Wayne has, you know, they list all this punishment that he's taken. And you've seen him take all this punishment in the previous issue leading up to them getting to the manor. And uh, it's just, yeah, the fight does, it continues to not go well. And ultimately, Robin's actually in danger because uh, failsafe lights a fire and Robin's trapped for, and Zur is about to just like leave him to continue the fight against the robot then we have an internal monologue where Bruce Wayne is screaming at him saying no 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 stay on point stay on point you know you're supposed to beat him but you can't sacrifice Robin things like that and it's finally when Zur calls Robin a soldier that Bruce freaks out inside his own mind he says you know he's not my soldier he's my son he takes over again and he uh he manages to distract Failsafe, gets Robin out a window, tells him to go, you know, Failsafe is jamming communications this whole time. He tells Robin, go, get clear of the jamming, and call for backup. He goes back in to try to take care of Failsafe again, just you know, buy more time until somebody else shows up. And it's at this point where he's just decimated. He's 
laid out. He's on the stairs of the manor, figuring that this is about to be it. This is about where he's gonna he's gonna finally die. He thinks, oh well, I'm surrounded by all these memories, so that's okay. And then we see uh, wind come in and put out the fires that had been spreading after failsafe, you know, set the initial one, and then Superman is there behind him. We get another flashback this one time to the end of the Tower of Babel story where Superman confronts Batman in the cave and says, you know, how could you do it? And, you know, you say the Justice League is a contingency for you, but how are we supposed to plan to take, how are we supposed to be able to take out a man who has plans to take out all of us? Well, flash forward to now and it turns out the real plan to take out Batman also has a plan to take out the Justice League because, as you might imagine, a robot designed by Batman is able to do he pretty much handles Superman, Black Canary, uh, Hawk Girl, Green Arrow, and the Martian Manhunter with ease. They don't all attack him at once. This happens separately, but he manages to stab Superman with some kryptonite knives, and he incapacitates the rest of the League with really no inconvenience to him at all. And this kind of starts... I mean, it's been happening up to this point, but I just want to mention that I know it's a comic, but you're having me take a couple of leaps here. I'm, just having trouble figuring out that the robot that his backup personality built with stuff in the cave is able to withstand all the uh, members of the Justice League just because it's like, okay, he's using, he should just be using tech. That means did Bruce Wayne steal the tech subconsciously so that the Zer Batman had all these materials there to withstand all these guys? I don't know. For some reason, I'm just having, it's, I'm not fully buying into it probably because they keep mentioning how much damage batman is taking and he keeps walking it off and it's like ugh, he's not a meta but you keep mentioning it and you keep having him walk it off as if he's a meta whatever anyway this fight like all the other fights up till now just is not going well for the league or for batman green arrow and robin load batman and superman onto a um, javelin to get them out of there and while they take try to take care of failsafe it's not going well so i don't you know they gotta still try it's in their contract i guess anyway failsafe handles the rest of the league robin and batman and superman are flying off and you know robin's like where do i even go batman tells him head towards these coordinates it's the forces fortress of solitude you know it'll have the equipment there to heal superman but i have he's like i can't stay i have to go because failsafe is going to track me and then he uh steps out of the javelin, falls in through the sky into the ocean where a beeping is going off on his utility belt and we see Aquaman swimming in to save him. Aquaman takes him back to Atlantis. He uses Atlantean tech to heal him up. If we find out it's been two weeks that he's been in this healing pod, uh, that ends the issue. Eventually, Failsafe, who is apparently in those two weeks, taken over Gotham, made little failsafes of himself to keep terrorizing the city, to try to draw Batman back, let the criminals run wild, all these things. He realizes that uh, Aquaman has been quiet this whole time because all other allies of Batman have tried to get into the city and fail. So he goes to Atlantis. He stabs Aquaman through the heart to incentivize the other Atlanteans to give up Batman. Aquaman's not dead, of course. He's just, you know, impaled. Anyway, they take him back to where Batman was, but Batman's already gone. Where did Batman go? Well, he went to the Justice League's moon base, and he's trying to set up stuff to finally take out this robot that he built. Failsafe arrives. Batman says, no, 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 I'm not ready. But it seems like he gets ready pretty quickly because he grabs a rifle from New Genesis, waits in the shadows, manages to hit uh, Failsafe, and says, 
well, that did nothing just like I expected it to do. Well, then why'd you bother doing it? Well, he bothered doing it because it made a teeny tiny little crack in the robot's outer casing, which is apparently all he wanted. And again, I get it. It's a comic book. I get it. He's Batman. But it's like, you're telling me he built something that can survive a new Genesis blast without ever having tested it? You know? I don't know. It's just asking too much. I don't know why. Anyway. Batman then pulls a Christopher Reeve move from Superman 2. He runs towards a teleportation pod and Failsafe is in hot pursuit. They get to the room and it turns out that Batman switched everything around and the room is actually the teleportation pod. So he sends Failsafe back to the Justice League headquarters on Earth. Batman is still in the tube, but the uh, doing all that causes an explosion. So Batman's actually left hurtling through space. How is he surviving hurtling through space? Well, while he was in the tube, he hit something and a oxygen mask sealed around his uh, his chin and mouth. This way, his suit was space-proof. He tries calling any other javelins to come get him. Nothing's working. He doesn't even try to call a Justice League member for help. I guess he assumes they're all incapacitated. So he uses his brain. He finds a broken javelin, gets over to it, steals its air supply and its jump drive, and then starts making a series of short bursts to get speed and to head towards Earth. He's doing pretty well, except for at the last minute, of course, he uh, he blacks out and then he wakes up and he's in the atmosphere. The uh, jump drive he was using is gone. The oxygen tank he had is about to explode, so he has to cut that free. His mask is about to crack, so he has to rip the underwear off of his suit, tie it around his face so that the mask will survive uh, re-entry. And once he finally cl clears and is in the upper atmosphere, he deploys his cape, and he's able to fall from the moon, through the atmosphere, after blacking out, and still manages to land right at the Fortress of Solitude's doorstep. And, if he, and again, he doesn't land easily, he crashes, but he gets up and walks it off. And again, I'm sorry, they're just, they made it a point to say how messed up that Batman's been getting this whole thing. But he's still a guy in a bat suit who you just told me fell from space and crashed into the Arctic, but survived and got up and kept moving. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just too old for comics now, but I don't know something about it. I feel like I've seen a lot of this stuff done a lot better where we show how Batman's able to survive and things of that nature, but it didn't it, and it hadn't do like incredible things without having him do ridiculous things. He enters the Fortress of Solitude, Robin's there, Superman's still in the healing chamber, although he popped out the minute Batman landed because he heard his heartbeat, and they send Superman again, this time in a kryptonite-proof suit to distract Failsafe, and then Batman and Robin are working on a computer, Batman says, well, you know, I shot him with a new Genesis gun, and it, it didn't destroy him, which I knew it wouldn't do, but it did create a tiny little crack in his outer layer. So what I'm going to do and what they're doing is they're programming nanobots to introduce compassion. So Batman and Robin throw their masks on. Superman's been handled very easily by this point. Failsafe did something. He had a pressure point in uh, Superman's neck, I believe, and caused his heat vision to fire and cracked the mask that he was wearing as part of his suit. And with the mask cracked... Failsafe just leaves a piece of kryptonite next to him. This way he's incapacitated. Batman and Robin are charging out. They have a fight. Batman's able to deploy the nanobots, and we see them take effect. Failsafe starts to freak out. Then he goes taking off towards the Fortress of Solitude, and he returns before Batman and Robin can chase after him with a, with a gun. And Robin's freaking out. Robin's saying, no, 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 don't do it, don't do it. You're supposed to have compassion. 
And then Batman's all calm. He accepts what's going to happen. He looks at him and says, you know, it's okay. It's going to be okay. And then Failsafe shoots Batman with the gun. Batman vaporizes. He's left with a smoking crater, not even a piece of his costume. Failsafe says, program complete. And the red lights that his uh, have shown through his armor this whole time change to blue. And he flies off into the sky. And Robin is there crying, you know, with a smoking hole. And the issue ends, this, this arc ends with Batman uh, broken, bloody, in an alley with rain falling, and that's the end of Batman Failsafe. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I've read better versions of stories like this where you know Batman just takes all this punishment and keeps on going. Uh, like I said, I don't know why, but for some reason, it's just like the falling from the moon thing. I was just like, oh... I didn't buy it at all. You can't tell me that there wasn't a Green Lantern or somebody else that he can call at the last second. I don't know. So the art's very good. The art the entire time is really good. And uh, when you first see the Penguin, I thought they drew him to look very much like Danny DeVito's Penguin from Batman Returns, which I thought was cool. But yeah, overall, the arc didn't really do it for me. Uh, So I'm going to have to say that this is going to be a 4 out of 10 for me. But enough about me. Let me know what you think now. Comment down below, please, or find me on Instagram at ramblingnerd. Join the Nerd Affiliated Army. Hit nerdaffiliated.com. Get some sweet, sweet merch for you and your friends. See you all in the next video. Steve, play me out, please. <laughs>